How do you find a man who's taken every precaution to erase his digital existence? It's simple. You do a Google deep dive on his wife, Lindsay. Lindsay is a public relations executive for a large firm in Copenhagen. She's also a philanthropic soul. And in the second hour of your deep dive, you discover a photo of Lindsay receiving an award eight years ago from a Danish charity. And who's by her side? Her loving, supportive husband, Dimitri. Or as you call him, John Doe. You've waited more than a year to put a face to that name. So you head to Copenhagen. You spend an entire day outside Lindsay's office building. And then you spot her. You follow her as she takes the winding metro home from work to a neighborhood called Ama, or as some Copenhagen residents call it, Shit Island. Fitting. From there, you rent a van. You drive every morning to Shit Island, and you watch Dimitri. You realize he's taken a lot of precautions in his digital life, but in the real world, the world without ones and zeros, not so much. At home, he's comfortable. He has no security system, no cameras. Hell, you can even see into his home office from the street. And you realize he feels safe here, sitting in his ergonomic office chair, lording over his castle on Shit Island. But your biggest surprise is how little time it takes to memorize a person's routine. It's like those old Nintendo games where the guard paces the same path every 30 seconds till you put a knife to his throat. Turns out life is not all that different. And so you simply watch. For four days, you sit in your van and watch. Dimitri has no idea you're right outside his home continuing to work for him. And while you do your work, you learn his routine to the minute. He's home alone from 8 to 3, and at 2.15, he goes on an afternoon run. It lasts 25 minutes. These 25 minutes are the window you have to execute step one of your plan. You'll break into Dimitri's house, get into his office, and put a device called a keylogger into a USB port on the back of his computer tower. He'll never notice it. And he'll never notice it tracking every single keystroke he types into his computer. And he's so comfortable in his castle that he'll never, ever notice you in a van right outside collecting the data you need from the keylogger's hidden wireless network. You'll run a series of scripts to isolate repeated patterns. You'll learn his usernames and passwords, as long as he doesn't store them in the cloud. And then you'll begin step two of your plan. But it's step one that scares you the most. Because even though you're confident in your plan... There's one thing you can't account for. When you snuck onto a 400-meter container vessel, an insider got you on board. His key card could get you anywhere you needed to go. But for this operation, you're on your own. You'll have to pick a lock in a busy residential neighborhood in broad daylight. If you're caught, game over. Forget ever reaching step two. You'll have much bigger problems. So you tell yourself, one step at a time. Pull this off, and you'll begin to learn who Dimitri really is. You can discover why he's had you working night and day to hack the businesses of Andrei Novikov. And most importantly, you'll learn the secrets that can guarantee your freedom.
wallet, phone. Where are my keys? Shoot. Hey, Katie, have you seen my van keys? Mmm, maybe they're on the keys. Uh-huh, I get what you're trying to do, but I really got to get to work. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, I mean, we booked an Airbnb with a piano. <laughs> When's the last time you even played? I don't even know. <coughs> I definitely haven't played here in Europe. Ugh. Uh, well, may the deity of your choice bless you. Right. Ugh, I think there used to be dogs in here. Maybe you should make an offering to the deity. Uh, Let's say if you play one song on the piano, your allergies will go away. Okay, I'm not sure that's how it works, but I'll keep that in mind. Maybe after work. Oh my god, my keys were right here in the backpack. Cool. All right, time for this pen test. Every time you say that, I just keep imagining you sitting in that van testing out little pens. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's short for penetration test. Hmm. So essentially, I'm pretending to hack our client and seeing if they're vulnerable to a real attack. Oh. So like every single thing I do is based on the principle that I'm undetected by my client. Hence the van and the keys. They won't even know I'm there. But... I'll be back by four, and then we do the design museum, right? Yes! Yes! I am so excited. They have an entire wing of chairs. It's like literally floor-to-ceiling chairs. My cousin Molly told me that it's life-changing. She went there like two years ago, and when she got back to London, she immediately started replacing all her furniture. She said she's never felt calmer. Mm Mm-hmm. Even the furniture in this country is designed around your well-being. <sighs> I wish they would vacuum it <coughs> between guests. Mm. Welcome back to the Tenable Research Podcast. I'm here today with Alexa Brim, a member of the climate change activist group Nomas Fayez, who took part in the recent protests that shut down the Port of Valencia. Now, Alexa, a few weeks ago, your group's website was hacked and your founder's crypto holdings were stolen. But 48 hours ago, things changed for you. When you woke up to an email from an account that authorities have confirmed is registered to the hacking collective Electronica. Walk us through what happened. Yeah, uh, Electronica sent an email threatening to release my personal information if I didn't pay them $400,000 in six hours. Six hours? Yes, six hours. And did you pay them? What do you think? Right, right. Um, Well, anyway, uh, after you refused to pay this absurd ransom, your social security number, your bank account information, your home address, all your usernames and passwords were released. That's not exactly... Jesus, Electronica's publishing all that personal information online just because some people protested a port for a few hours? That's disproportionate. (sighs) Okay, let's pull out the binoculars and see what Dimitri's up to. Well, 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 if it isn't the same old routine. That's how I'm gonna get you, Dimitri. 
because you're just a regular John Doe. And leaving her office right on cue. Okay, got the wireless keylogger in my hand. This will track everything John Dimitri types on his computer. Plugging this in to test it one last time, no surprises. And the keylogger's wireless network is working. Got the lockpick, and we're good. Okay. Alice, you've watched this man for days. You haven't missed a single thing. Contrary to appearances, this is not a honeypot. Okay. Get through step one, and then in a few days, step two. Shit. It's okay. Just do it. Just do it. Deep breaths, Alice. Just be present. You can do this. Ooh, hands are shaking. Okay, one step at a time. Ignore him. Hey! What do you want, dude? Uh, I just wanted to know if you had a light. I don't smoke. Just keep cycling. Okay, focus. Come on. Come on, Alice. Hurry up! No. No, let's not turn it to the right. Okay, yeah, that's looking good. No! Oh, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm here in his house. Oh, but it's just so... normal. Some nice family stuff here. Some paintings. Family photos. Dimitri, his wife, Lindsay, their son. Cute, normal family. Here, I thought he'd be sporting bad skin and a ponytail. You really never know people, do you? Ooh, what have we got here? A chalkboard painted on the wall with everyone's schedule for the day. Very white kitchen appliances. Ugh, it's like I'm inside an Ikea ad. Super hooga. God, how much more normal can you be? And still no security systems. He's comfortable. Vulnerable. We are good. The office is just down here. And it's unlocked. Come on, dude. At least try. Okay, I'm in. In John Doe's office. Dimitri's office. Dimitri's office. Dimitri! He thinks he's impenetrable. So did I once. Dimitri, you're still rocking a wired mouse and keyboard. 
Can't have any lag from a wireless connection. I feel your pain. But man, you take precautions in all the wrong places. Whoa, I didn't see this from the window. That is one hell of an old school gaming collection. You are a nerd, Dimitri. NES, OG PlayStation, Sega Saturn. Wow, he's actually got one redeeming quality. Oh my god. What was that? Okay, <laughs> just chill out. But also, let's get out of here ASAP. Okay, let's pull the computer tower out. Oh, thought I was going to be able to pull it out more. But fine, here we go. Let's unplug the keyboard from the tower. Now, just have to attach my keylogger to the keyboard's USB connector. Oh, these things never quite worked the first time. There, keylogger attached. Now just plug this back into the computer. Push the tower back in, and Dimitri will never see the difference. Done. I hacked you back, Dimitri. What the fuck? Unfortunately, Abel, I won't be able to help you. I'm ending my shift for the day, and it looks like I forgot to log out of the software. Uh, not that my actions matter. No, no, no. Can you stay for, like, five more minutes? You know, if it doesn't matter anyway? I... I can't, Abel. I have a ceramics class. I'm transferring you now. Oh. Come on! Hell, if it isn't the famous Abel Ten, hello! Hi. Uh, yeah, famous? Mm. Yeah, the one who got Frank to go on vacation? You got him out from behind his computer for a few days? I mean, even though it didn't really work. I mean, if you thought he was a Debbie Downer before, yeesh. Wait, I'm, I'm confused. Do you guys work in an office together? Yep, Rooney. He's just a few cubicles down. We don't actually live too far from each other either. Yeah, I see him in town all the time, and he's he's always just by himself. What do you think his deal is? You know, he's just so you know. Like, you know, I tell you what. I wish we could get electronic to hack Frank's mainframe and insert some happiness malware. Hi oh. Um. Yeah. To be honest. Um... Random thought. 
do you think Frank's that close to anyone? Does he, like, have any friends? Hell, is, is he anyone's emergency contact? Hey, listen, I... Uh, uh, no, no, hold on. Let, let me pick your brain about something. You know, his birthday's coming up, and we do this thing in the office where we do a random gift exchange for people's birthdays, and, you know, this month I drew Frank. Yeah, listen, I have a real emergency here. I really don't have time to gossip about Frank. Is it a real emergency, or are you just trying to get me to stop talking? Because, uh, you know, we we both got emergencies. Okay, um, tell you what. I'll help you pick out a present for Frank if you help me. Plus, this is your job. Okay, you got yourself a deal. Okay, let me explain here. Um, I'm doing a pen test for a client. It has two steps. Both are in-person penetration. I've already broken into their physical perimeter and put a hardware key logger on my target's desktop computer. That was step one. And now I'm receiving all the data I need wirelessly. Usernames, passwords, etc. Well, you're talking to the right guy because, boy, do I love a good old hybrid pen test. You know, our clients are doing less and less of them. It's so old school. Man, I am pumped right now. Uh, sorry, sorry, you're on to step two. Uh, break it down for me. Okay, so I want to get into his master server and dump his data. Got it. And do you have the server's address and his password? Yes, I've isolated all his credentials from the keylogger's feed, but I still can't connect. His server systematically rejects my connection attempts and returns a not whitelisted error, which leads me to assume that the server only accepts incoming connections from a predetermined list of IPs. And of course, the IP of my VPN is not on this whitelist. I'm going to stop you right there. I know the question you're about to ask me, Abel, and I am going to answer it for you. There's no other way to access that server but to add your IP to that whitelist. Okay, how? How? Well, I, it's easier than you think, actually. But you are going to have to go back there in person. <sighs> you know, you've already done that once, so hey, easy peasy. Once you're there, you log on to his computer and install our malware kit. And after that, the job's done. You get out, you go home, relax, access his computer, ah, see what's on his uh, games folder. And, uh, you know, you wait until, drumroll please, until he logs onto his master server, which brings you to step three. Once he does that, there will be an established connection between his server and everything that's on his local desktop machine including your malware. You'll have to be quick, though, because your window of opportunity will close as soon as your target shuts down his computer's connection to a server. Seriously, though, no worries. You'll leverage your malware's access to the server to modify the whitelist. That's simple. Just send a few command lines to the server to browse its file system and identify the whitelist config file. It's going to be easy to find. There's absolutely no reason to hide something like that. And uh, once you found it, Add your VPN's IP to the whitelist, and because your malware has all the privileges of your target's home desktop, that shouldn't be an issue. Like I said, easy peasy! Okay, but you don't think he'll notice there's another IP address on the whitelist? Oh, pfft. We're talking about the digital equivalent of spring cleaning. Even if he does check at some point, it's probably not going to be anytime soon. Enough time for you to get in and out and erase all steps yourself. Any more questions? No, I think I got it. So, uh, let's do my thing now. So, Frank, can't think of what to get him. I keep thinking <sighs> I should buy him sunscreen, but that seems kind of mean. Oh, yeah, not not cool. He's a really nice guy. 
Exactly. He's awesome. I, I just want to do something nice for him, right? <sighs> so, okay, you said you two live near each other, right? Yeah, same neighborhood. Yeah, I, I, I see him out sometimes. Alone. Yeah, I, I'm really struggling with this. I mean, I mean, the guy doesn't think anything's real, and that really limits you when you're shopping. Hmm. That is tough. Exactly. He, he thinks we're all NPCs, and I'm just giving him currency in this game we call life. <laughs> well, then don't get him anything. Uh, I have to. You know, it's, it's a work thing. It's on our Google calendar. No, that's not what I mean. You said it yourself. Make him your emergency contact. Frank's mine. You two live near each other. We both know he's super reliable. What if he says no? No, no one ever says no. Because making someone your emergency contact isn't a real thing. It's not like people actually use them. But when someone asks you to be their emergency contact, it means they trust you. Like, with big things. You nailed it. <laughs> like I said, he's mine. Oh, ah, uh, crap. Um, I got another call, Abel. Uh, duty calls! Good luck getting into that server, now that you need it. Peace out, Ableton! Peace out. That next day, I broke into Dimitri's house again. I added my VPN to his whitelist, and, well, you heard what Frank's co-worker told me to do. And it was just as easy as he said it would be. Now, it was time to learn everything about the man who'd been blackmailing me for the last year of my life. Maybe Shit Island wasn't so bad after all. Thank you for listening to The Hacker Chronicles. The Hacker Chronicles will return with all new episodes on September 5th. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a single episode. The Hacker Chronicles. Presented by Tenable. Learn more at tenable.com slash Alice. Starring Michael C. Hall as John Doe. And Chloe Taylor as Alice. Executive produced by Michael C. Hall, Jerome Robert, Skylar Shemansky, and Ian Faison. Directed by Rex New. Written for audio by Rex New, Jerome Robert, and Skylar Shemansky. Story based on the novella, The Hacker Chronicles, created by Jerome Robert and written by Skylar Shemansky. With Nicole Britton as Katie. Levi Squire is tech support and American tech support. Skylar Shemansky is the host of the Tenable Research Podcast. Zoe Zaydama as the guest of the Tenable Research Podcast. Nick Fearstring as the cyclist. The Hacker Chronicles is produced by Caspian Studios. Produced by Taylor Brim and Rex New. Produced by Dane Eckerly. Supervising creative producer is Landon Pontius. Sound design and mixing is by Dan Scott. The associate producer is Mark Wolf-Roberts. Dialogue editing by Nick Canepa and Scott Goodrich. Production support by S.J. Nichols, Bradley Glansrock, John Libby, and Danny Goddard. Marketing support from Dino Pasilich, Kyle Ruska, Dylan Langless, and Rockable. Additional production support provided by Echo Mountain Studios. 
Learn more at tenable.com slash Alice.